Welcome. The Hudson Valley Radio Theater presents a broadcast of engaging mystery, music, and mayhem. Tonight we are serving up Murder Cafe's original production of Murder Me Always, a tribute to noir movies of the 1940s. Listen as hard-boiled detective Archie Morgan enters the Cafe Malta, searching for an escaped convict. Waldo de Winter, the cafe owner, was murdered, and his widow wants Archie to solve the crime. The new bartender and the house songbird are suspects. Archie will also meet Dr. Grimaldi, his ruthless sidekick Trigger Dolan, and Queen Ferona, a dancer who was Waldo's last lover. Enter Private Bob Ford, a young soldier with amnesia. Listen for clues and see if you can guess who done it before Archie can. Murder Me Always is an original murder mystery play written and produced by Murder Cafe and first performed at Mohonk Mountain House in 2018 as part of their annual Mystery Weekend. Our radio broadcast is being sponsored by Ulster Savings Bank and Studio KTM. And now, we take you back to 1945 as we enter the Café Malta. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the planes in the air and the ships at sea. Let's go to press. The residents of Arbitropolis continue to shiver in their overcoats. It's been three months since somebody let the dog out of Sing Sing. Yes, that's right. Public enemy number one, Mad Dog Dobbs, is still on the lam from the big house. Local police believe this evasive executioner is still in the area. So, lock the doors and keep the kitties in their beds. You never know where or when this uninvited guest is going to show up. A master of masquerade, Mad Dog Dobbs, was last spotted heading toward the Shawangunk Mountains. Be on the lookout for a wet dog. This puppy bites. Come on, Archie. Get hold of yourself. Huh? What? It's your moment, pal. We have paying customers, and you have a story to tell. Now let's get it together. Yeah, sure. Okay. What time is it? Time for you to put down the juice and let these people know why you're here. Come on, Morgan. I've got to make the salads before Lady D comes in. Pull yourself together. I don't know why anyone comes to the Cafe Malta anymore. The booze would melt a gravestone, the food would give a dead man cramps, and the Danes have seen more road than Lewis and Clark. My name's Morgan, Archie Morgan. I once prowled these streets in blue with a badge, busting heads and dusting our downtown so you wouldn't get mugged in church. I traded in my uniform for a fedora and then things turned meaner than a $2 steak. I rolled drunks, hauled in hookers, and put the hammer on hopheads. To squash the sting, I fell into a bottle. Not interested in climbing out, I was told to turn in my buzzer and hit the bricks. Luckily, I had a friend in Lady D. Winter, the owner of this joint. So thanks to the kindness of a swell dame, here I am bouncing boozers at the Cafe Malta, a lighthouse for those wandering the big city darkness. It's still a dim world even when it's in color. It serves up doomed love that can threaten a man's sanity. 
It's a shadowy world where the good guys may be bad and the bad guys may be good. It's a place where bodies drop faster than ashes from a hand-rolled cigarette. The last bartender was found right here on this chair with his brains dripping out of his skull. To this day, I'm not sure the police collected all of the evidence. Then there's the demise of Waldo de Winter, the owner of this cottage of carnage. His death was ruled a suicide by the local blues only because a partial note was found in his icy digits. The second half of the note is missing and I'm hoping it contains clues on who stole Waldo's prized possession, the priceless MacGuffin manuscript. Someone has it and that someone might know how Waldo really died and why. His insurance company is playing this one strictly by the book. If it was murder, Waldo's widow gets a check for half a mil. If it was suicide, Lady DeWinter gets this broken down joint and the losers who flop here. Now, that's not a bad way to start a story, is it? I say, that's enough words, Archie. The only way to get things started tonight is with a song. What do you say, gentlemen? Oh. And ladies, too. Hit it, boys. Blue skies smiling on me. Nothing but blue skies do I see. Bluebirds singing their song. Nothing but bluebirds all day long. Never saw the sun shining so bright. Never saw things going oh so right. Noticing the days hurrying by. When you're in love, my, how they fly. Blue days, all of them gone. Nothing but blue skies from now on. Never saw the sun shining so bright. Never saw things going oh so right. Noticing the days hurrying by. When you're in love, my, how they fly. Blue days, all of them gone. Nothing but blue skies from now on. That's great, Angel. Just great. You killed the melancholy mood I was trying to create. Come on, Archie. The war's over. We've had enough blues around here to last two lifetimes. I mean, there's been bodies and blood falling everywhere. Ugh. Let's have a little more fun from now on. Come on, loosen up. What's gotten into you tonight? Stop it. Stop it now. I'm not in the mood for this, sister. Take the paws off me or I'll have Chandler take you over his knee and give you a spanking. Ooh, you're no fun. 
What's the matter, Archie? Are you feeling a little tight? Come on, loosen up. Uh, You're thinking too much, Archie. Oh, come on, stop it. I mean it. I'm not in the mood for this. Do you need help with anything? I'm getting to like detective work. Hush now, Angel. Well, come to think of it. Good evening, gentlemen and Laura. Oh, aren't you supposed to be entertaining our guests? It's after eight o'clock and our patrons might be a little bored with your slinky games. As for you, Archie, I see we fell off the wagon again. Chandler, make a fresh pot of coffee. You got it. Laura, it's back to the bandstand for you. Sure, whatever you say, Lady D. A little less sass, my dear. Oops, pardon me. I had a feeling this was going to be an off night. Aren't they all? You seem a little angry. Chandler, make coffee. Laura, sing a song. I don't mind, Archie. It's what I get paid for. Same here. In that case, let's have stronger coffee and a song that's less bouncy, okay? Take it down a mood or two, Angel. Well, I don't really have anything to, else to sing at the moment. I think I left my sheet music in the taxi. Oh, damn. Come to think of it, that last song made me a little parched. How about a drink, big boy? Sure, doll. Whatever you want. I didn't think I was going to see you tonight. I got evicted from my room today, so I'm parking here for a while. Sorry, Archie, but cash is just as tight with me as it is with you. Sugar, I'm not asking for anything. You know better than that. Have you found something I should know about? I've got a few things, but I'm not here on business. I need a break from this investigation anyway. Any chance you can get away, doll? Say, just you and me? I don't feel like anyone's doll tonight. And just what do you mean by get away? A flickering candle and a steak for two? And not one that's burnt by Chandler? No offense, pal. I'll make a call and get us a table at Rick's. I think I still have a tab over there. But if you want something cozier, I've got a bottle of single malt in my car. I'm just not in a cozy mood. Do you have any news about Waldo's death and the missing MacGuffin manuscript? Okay, I guess it's back to business. I phoned the insurance company today and I talked to a pencil pusher by the name of Keyes. He believes Waldo was murdered, which means your check should be in the mail by the end of the month. I can't wait that long. The glitch is an underwriter by the name of McMurphy, who was looking into a possible suicide. He's using the typewritten note and the pills found at the scene as evidence. We've been over this. Waldo had his thyroid medication on him at all times. He took at least one pill every day. As for the note, I just don't know. Weren't his pills prescribed by the degenerate Dr. Grimaldi? Yes, Archie. This is becoming quite repetitious. Sorry, Angel, but you do want some answers, don't you? As for the note, it was either typed by Waldo before he took his own life or it was banged out by his murderer. If Waldo was murdered, why was a suicide note found at the scene? Regarding Waldo's prized possession, the MacGuffin manuscript, I haven't got a clue. Do you? Haven't I been paying you to find the answer to your questions? Take the night off, Archie. Let's get back to Waldo's medication. The police found no evidence Waldo had been poisoned, so his medication was legitimate. What about the fact a number of patrons told the cops Waldo wasn't himself? 
During the days leading up to his death, he was restless and complained to everyone he was having problems with his eyesight. I can't answer that, Archie. At the time of his death, he was happy, but not with me. As you well know, the part of the note found on him declared he was in love. Yes, he was, and you have to stop accusing every dame who walks into your joint of being his mistress. What about the rest of the note? The part that states you had a kid and gave it up for adoption before you ever met Waldo. I'm kind of stuck on that, Angel. That's of no significance. Look, I know more than anyone else the past is the past, but when Waldo found out you had a kid, he became agitated. Maybe it pushed him over the edge and it was the reason he decided to check out. I am not discussing the past. Mistakes were made and that was a lifetime ago. As for who Waldo was seeing before he died, I have my suspicions. It had to be someone close to the cafe since he rarely ever left the premises. Have you talked to this insurance underwriter, McMurray? I can't seem to locate him. He must be working this on his own time and undercover. But don't worry, I'll find him or he'll find us. I'm tired of this. Three months ago tonight, Waldo was found dead and there's no conclusion. The second half of the suicide note is still missing, as is the MacGuffin manuscript. Is the coffee ready? Let's talk about the manuscript. Everything you need to know about the manuscript is in that frame over there on the pedestal where Waldo foolishly displayed his beloved family heirloom. Perhaps I'll take you up on your previous offer. Don't change the subject. I won't be played for a sap. Oh, come on, Archie. Chandler and Laura seem preoccupied. Let me fix you something to eat in the kitchen and then maybe we'll go out to your car. Your heater's working, right? And what if it isn't? How romantic. Lady D's a little jumpy tonight. What do you think's bothering her? I guess they're holding up the insurance check. The manuscript is still missing and she's running hot and cold with Archie. <laughs> That's not unusual. They're hiding things from each other. Like what? Don't say nothing. But I know he's got information he's not giving her. I know because... Well, never mind. She's hiding something, too. I can feel it. She's looking for the missing part of Waldo's suicide note. Or the person who has it. It's Queen Ferona. You think so? Trust me on this one. You came here after the murders. But you should know that Lady D is the only one who didn't know Waldo was shaking Queenie's maracas. Oh, that's interesting. Well, she's in a bad way, if you ask me. Poor Archie. If she could just keep him away from the sauce, maybe he'd find the right clues. What clues? Uh, I'm not sure. We, we were looking into... We? So he's asked you to help him. I thought so. Hey, just some snooping around. Nothing serious. I'm bored with the whole thing. If you ask me, Waldo killed himself. Case closed. If Waldo's death is, is, is ruled a suicide and the second half of the note doesn't turn up, Lady D could miss out on the insurance money. Archie can't prove it was a suicide. Well, let's look at that as an option. Let's not. Hey! Why don't we search for the note and the missing manuscript? I think we'd make a great team. M maybe you should sing another song. I'd rather search for the manuscript. I hear it's worth over a million. 
Come on, Chandler, we can work at it together. How would your, uh, how would your pal Archie Morgan feel about that? Who cares? Come on, no one's around. We could search the guests. What guests? I've searched this gin mill from top to bottom, and all I've got to show for it is a bad rash. I don't know about you, but I don't want to stick around this joint forever. Some nights, this place gives me the creeps. I know you haven't been here long, but if you don't help me, I swear... Uh, excuse me, ma'am, sir. Is this the Cafe Malta? The one and only. What can I do for you? I, I need some help. <laughs> don't we all? I'm Laura. I'm pleased to meet you. Uh, Bob Ford, ma'am. Private Robert Ford. How cute. I'm the house songbird. Do you have any requests? You want a drink, soldier? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. May I have a glass of milk? Yeesh! And to think I had high hopes for this one. How long have you worked here? Are you a soldier or a reporter? Well, the fact is, I'm looking for someone. I don't want to waste your time, sir. Or yours, ma'am. How quaint. I'm fairly new here, soldier. Maybe I can help you, maybe not. Who are you looking for? Myself. How's that? About three months ago, I woke up in a bed at Sternwood Hospital. I didn't know how I got there or who I was. Amnesia? Yes. I also had some physical injuries sustained in battle. When they finally got me stateside, my dog tags were missing, and all I had was this library card and, in the name of Robert Ford, a, a duffel bag, and this note. It was written on Cafe Malta Stationery. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but here it is. Let's have a look. Is this from your girl, soldier boy? I don't know. I don't remember any girl or anyone else. Maybe you'll recognize the person who wrote it from the language used. <clears throat> Bob, my angel, although the years have divided us, you are forever in my mind and heart. If God blesses me with 100 years of breath, it will not allow me to make up for the shocking loss of time. For now, a straightforward I'm sorry will have to do. Keep this letter with you. And as you fight the good fight, these words will point you home. Oh, that is so sweet. Who wrote it? I wish I knew. Is there a gal around here who had a soldier in the army? Nah, soldiers aren't our type. Sorry, but I don't know if we can help you, Bob Ford. It must have come from here. It was typed on Cafe Malta Stationery. If I can find the person who wrote it, I might be able to find out who I am. Gee whiz! Talk about a mystery! Are there any other women working here? Someone who could have written this? Take me off the list. Typing wasn't my forte, and I've never seen you before in my life, I swear. Honest. Is there anyone else? There's Lady DeWinter, the owner. She uses the typewriter and has access to the cafe's stationery, but you look a little young for her. Since her husband died, she's only had eyes for a private eye named Archie. There's another regular, a dancer who goes by the name of Queen Ferona. Does she sound familiar to you? I would have to meet her. Maybe it would spark a memory. Don't get your hopes up. We haven't seen her in a while. Bonsoir, bonsoir. Good evening, Doc. Hello, Trigger. Since when are we on a first-name basis, kitten? Greetings, Doc. Trigger. 
Treeps. What? Nothing. Keep it that way. Tell that skirt to keep her trap shut. Oh, I detect a drop of disillusionment in the air. What is it, mademoiselle? Is this dashing intellect not holding up her part of the tete-a-tete? Or is she finally exposing his primal side and ready to drag you by your tinted locks to her lair? What the hell did he just say? Can I get you something, Doc? How about you, Trigger? Well, there's a chill in the air, and I'm absolutely famished tonight. Oh, my, what have we here? I see my anemones haven't been watered today. Now, who had time to think of that, Grimaldi? Well, shame on you, Shanda. Actually, these flowers show more life than anything else in this dreary establishment. Is there any news on the missing MacGuffin manuscript? This gin-soaked saloon and my life are not the same without it. <sighs> now, what's on the bill of fare tonight, Shanda? Uh, it depends on if you have cash or not. Your last check had more rubber on it than a life raft. Oh, my, my. We are confrontational tonight, aren't we, Monsieur Chandler? In that case, I will wait patiently while you concoct one of your tasteless martinis. Penelope, your pleasure this evening? I told you not to call me that. A double. Put it on my tab. Yeah, you're watching too many movies, Trigger. Dummy up, Lugnut, and put the bottle on the bar. You'll be taking a dirt nap with the last bartender. Yeah, put some dead presidents on the bar, Dolan. You want to be paid, you big dumb palooka? Okay, you'll be paid. Just stand there looking stupid. Here, take this for the booze. Look, Dolan, I'm not running a pawn shop. I can't have our customers feeling threatened by the likes of you. It's bad for business. Yeah, that mug don't need no necklace. It was probably stolen anyways. You don't need drinks, Dolan. I can cure what ails you without any trouble. Try it, sucker, and you'll be wearing a wooden kimono. For Christ's sake, do I have to hear this again tonight? Dummy up, songbird. You win, Chandler. For now. Now grab a bottle and start pouring. Oh, I thought the war was over. Hey, leave him be, Doc. Well, most of the boys have put their uniforms in mothballs and exchanged them for a respectable suit of clothing. What's the matter, soldier? Can't find a job? Leave the boy alone, Grimaldi. Let the uniform speak for himself. You ain't no mute, are you, Private? Uh, no, ma'am. I'm just looking. Yeah, yeah, ain't we all just looking? Oh, leave him alone. He doesn't know who he is. He's got amnesty. That, that's amnesia. Oh, how fascinating. man with no identity and no past. I rather like that. Sort of makes life less complicated. What brings you to the Cafe Malta, young man? I have this note that was typed on Cafe Stationery. And if I can find the person who wrote it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that movie, too. What's your game, soldier boy? Game? Scam. Con. You gotta have an angle. Everyone does. Why don't you rats go back to the sewer? He's not bothering nobody. Oh my, you've claimed him. How nice. Why don't you sing your soldier boy a song? Some sappy war tune about lost love. I'm sure you can handle it. Chandler, where is our distinguished hostess this evening? Uh, she's in the kitchen with Archie Morgan, probably building evidence against you two grifters. Just what are you implying, Chandler? He's talking about the murders. Murders? Yes, murders. I'll give you the skinny later, when these mugs aren't around. I'll be seeing you 
in all the old familiar places that this heart of mine embraces all day through in that small cafe the park across the way the children's carousel the chestnut trees the wishing well i'll be seeing you in every lovely summer's day in everything that's light and gay i'll always think of you that way i'll find you in the morning sun and when the night is new i'll be looking at the moon but i'll be seeing you I'll be seeing you in every lovely summer's day, in everything that's light and gay. I'll always think of you that way. I'll find you in the morning sun, and when the night is new, I'll be looking at the moon behind Well, that, that was beautiful, Laura. There's something familiar about it, something I can't quite grasp. That was beautiful, Laura. There's something familiar about it I can't hey, quite hey, Knock it off, Dolan. Leave the boy alone. He's more welcome here than you are. And that goes for this quack as well. Quack? My dear Chandler, I have more medical degrees than you have brain cells. What is going on out here? Uh, you're about to find out, and you are not going to like it. Ulster Savings Bank, a local bank that's more than just banking, with locations throughout the Hudson Valley and online at ulstersavings.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This sorry excuse for a bartender stole my mother's necklace. I went to pay for our drinks with it, and he clipped it. The nerve. Uh, why, you lying sack of... What's a bum like this doing in a classy joint like this anyways? He's driving all the sauce hounds away. Let me give him a beating just cause. Trigger, please. Let me explain this in a civilized manner. Dear Lady D, I told you a thousand times this cretin is a colossal counterfeit. 
He's a shabby bartender, a third-rate cook, no friend of yours, and he's hiding something. That's quite an accusation, Doctor. Would you care to elaborate? Every night I order the same libation, and every night he has to go to the manual to find out how to make it. I'm telling you, he's not who you think he is. Didn't he just drift in here and secure this job immediately, following the death of his predecessor, the mixologist to the stars, Miles Dietrichson? Highly suspicious, if you ask me. Hey, you bag of wind. I would make a decent drink if you ever had the money to pay for it. Do you think it's easy taking his barbs every night? Did you check his references? Of course not. He's a man with no history, no work record, and no experience. He had everything to gain by Dietrichson's death. I, I needed a job. I didn't even know Dietrichson. You're a murderer. I'll prove it. Yes, I'll play detective since this juiced-up dick is only interested in Lady D's insurance money. You twisted, demented, jiggle why I oughta... He's mad. He's mad, I tell you. He's Mad Dog Dobbs. That's who he is. Archie Morgan, stop mooning over Lady D and arrest this swine, or I shall go berserk. That'll be enough of that, gentlemen. Oh, my. The cavalry to the rescue. Who do we have here? Private Robert Ford, ma'am. And that's all he knows. What do you mean, that's all he knows? It seems Soldier Boy here has a case of... of... Amnesia. Right. Amnesty. Anyway, he came here tonight thinking we could help him find out who he is. But why here? Show her your love note, Bobby. And put your gun away. You two trigger. Now! Note? What note? Who gave this to you? I don't know. Would you mind if I hold on to this for a while? Well, uh... I'm a private eye doing a little investigative work for Lady D, the owner of the Cafe Malta. It's safe with me, private. Where did you find it? One of the nurses at Sternwood Hospital found it in my wallet. Who could have typed this? Muchachos y muchachos! Oh, the boss calling the kettle black, eh, hombre del chichi? Looks like the tomato hurt the doc's feelings. Muchacha, don't you play with me tonight. Run to your loco amigo. Ah, zip it, senorita. You'll have powder burns on your dance shoes. Well, well, Queen Verona. It's been a few months. Three months, to be exact. To what do we owe this visit? I really didn't think we would see you again. What do you mean, senora? The last time you were here, the police were questioning you about Waldo's death. So I'm wondering, did you return to the scene of the crime? Why are you so angry with me? I have reason to believe you were Waldo's floozy. Ha! I was his amor, not his floozy. I knew it. What right did you have to my husband? Get out of my cafe now. He pays attention to me. He listens to me. He loves me. You lying trap, get out. I loved his body, his mind, his soul. And unlike you, I cared nothing for his money. I didn't even care about the manuscrito. The MacGuffin manuscript? What did you do with it? Nothing. I know nothing. Except I found Waldo. What was that? Don't listen to her. Keep talking, Queenie. 
I told the police everything. Aren't you doing your homework, senor detective? I found him killed. He had the nota in his hand, and I took the part of the nota that was meant for me. You cannot have it. I will die before I give it up. Where's the note? I can pick up the phone and have you arrested for withholding evidence. She's lying. Waldo never would have killed himself for her. And if there is any money or manuscript, he, he certainly didn't leave it for her to find. Who is this boy? And why is he so gaga? Do I know you? Private Robert Ford, ma'am. Uh, there is something familiar about you. Uh, Private, why don't you uh, look around in the back? Maybe something else will jog your memory. Go. The kitchen and office are this way. Go with him, Laura, and tell Chandler to see that our soldier boy gets something to eat. I want you out of my cafe tonight and forever. Not so fast. What if she's telling us the truth about Waldo? If she is, she has the note, and I'm going to get it out of her. Queenie, it's evidence, and you've got to give it to me. Don't make me use force. I hate putting the arm on a dame, but if I have to, I... What did you do to him? He lives in limbo. Well, bring him back from wherever he is, now! Let him rest for a few minutes. Take him and put him down. Go. Is this what you did to Waldo? I want you gone by the time I get back. I mean it. They will never find the nota because I destroyed it. But not before I memorized everything that it says. Inscribe the M of both the lines. Then write an E below. The price you seek is hung so fine, it's waste when breezes blow. What could it mean? Inscribe the M above the line, then write an E below. The price you seek is hung so fine, it's waste when breezes blow. Bravo, bravo. It was quite a performance, Queenie. Yes, quite a performance indeed. We enjoyed it immensely, didn't we, Trigger? Yeah, sure. Queenie, maybe you'd like to continue the floor show at my place. I think she owes me an encore. What do you think, Doc? What is it you want? Lady D insists you were the first to find Waldo. That means you have the note, do no doubt, the MacGuffin manuscript. <laughs> Fork it over, sister. You'll be dancing at the bottom of the Hudson. Ha! I burned the nota. Oh, stop playing games, Queenie. Give me the missing piece of Waldo's suicide note, or I'll turn Trigger loose. Oof! It went up in smoke. Oh, come, come, Queenie. I know better than that. Give me the note, and we'll find Waldo's money and manuscript together. Splitting it three ways is better than any... Three ways? What do you mean by three ways, Doc? Two ways, of course, Trigger. An honest mistake made in the heat of the moment. Now, now, Queenie, I'm going to ask you one last time. Trigger, what are you doing with that rope? What does it look like I'm doing? You, you imbecile! 
That's too much pressure. Look what you've done. I hardly used any pressure at all. I just wanted to scare her, and the crazy dame passed out. Hey, while she's taking a snooze, why don't I search her? She's got to have that note hidden in one of these rags. She's dead. You hear me? She's dead, you fool. How could you? Why, you dim-witted, moronic, impulsive oaf. I can't trust you to do anything right. I didn't mean for you to kill her. Now look where we are. No clue as to where the note is or the manuscript. Take your mitts off me, Docker. I swear I'll start squirting lead. Oh, okay, okay. There's no need for violence. Let's think. Let's stop it. Look, we've got to get rid of the body before anyone knows what happened. Come on, help me lift her up. We'll, we'll get her out of here before someone... Wait, wait, wait. Not so fast. Before we came in, I heard this daffy dame talking to herself. Did Queen Verona say anything about Waldo's note? Do you think you can trust my memory? I don't have a choice. Inscribe an M above the line, then write an E below. The prize you seek is hung so fine, it sways when breezes blow. I don't get it. Do you? I need time to decipher it. Meanwhile, let's get rid of her. Check to make sure there are no clues around, no sign of a struggle. Good. Here, help, help me lift her. We'll take her through the front door, put her in the trunk of my car, toss her in the river. Come on. We've got to get back and start searching for money and the manuscript. Inscribe the M above the line, then write an E below. The prize you seek is hung so fine, it sways when breezes blow. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the planes in the air and the ships at sea. Let's go to press. Has Mad Dog Dobbs taken his first victim in our fair city? It certainly seems that way. The lifeless body of a dancer known locally as Queen Verona was found tonight by a newsboy. My spies tell me it appears she has been strangled, a sure sign the Mad Dog is back in action. The stiff was found floating in a nearby lake. As you listen to my voice, the men in blue are following several leads. Get off the streets, lock your doors, and keep the kiddies in sight. This is going to be a long night. Oh, look who's back in the land of the living. Chandler, whip up something for this headache. I feel like I've been hit with a sledgehammer. Where is Queen Ferona? Did she take Lady D's advice? What advice? Well, your cards, Grimaldi, and mind your own affairs. Oh, thanks, Chandler. I hope this does the trick. Oh, what is this, paint thinner? Hey, doll. Hey, Laura. Why don't you earn your keep and sing us a song? I know, I know. Nothing too bouncy. Nothing that swings. Fine. You want the blues? You'll get it. You don't know what love is until you learn the meaning of the blues. 
until you've loved to love you, had to lose, you don't know what love is. You don't know how lips hurt when you kissed and had to pay the cost. Until you flipped your heart and you have lost, you don't know what love is. Do you know how a lost heart feels the thought of reminiscing and lips that taste of tears lose their taste for kissing you don't know how hearts yearn for love that cannot live yet never dies until you face each dawn with sleepless eyes you don't know what love is it's nice to know you still have some moves archie morgan i could say the same for you doll now how about that bottle i've got in my car you shouldn't be drinking, and I can't leave yet. Jim! You miserable cheat! Pay up or chew lead, you two big quack! Archie! Chandler, call the police! I, I've had it! I can't believe I ever trusted this animal! This thug is a cold-blooded killer! What are you gonna do with that pea shooter? Ha! Get over here! I'm gonna make you eat these cards! You're a beast! I tried to tame you, but it couldn't be done. It's time for this dog to be put down. A slight overreaction, wouldn't you say? They'll get over it. I've seen them fight before, and it never lasts. <laughs> they need each other. And I'm telling you, they're up to something. But what? Who knows? Hey there, Bob. I sang a song for Archie and Lady D, and now... I want to sing one for you. I just need to find the rest of my sheet music. Hey, Bob, I keep forgetting to ask. How's your memory, big boy? Anything percolating in there? <laughs> no, not really. You know, I'd give anything to find the person who wrote my note. Do either of you have any clues? I'm working on a new angle, and I might have something in a bit. Can you give me a hint, Archie? I'd like to have another look at your typewriter. Oh, we're back to that? Come, Bob, help me find my sheet music. Sure, why not? And I've got something I want to show you. Uh, I'd, I'd better go check on the dinners. Young love. You do remember young love, don't you, Archie? Yeah, sure. Do both Laura and Chandler have a space for their personal items? Yes, their lockers are in the basement. Do you have to do that now? There's a time and a place for detecting. I won't be long. You felt really good in my arms earlier. 
the same warm embrace I fell into long ago on a night like this. Not now, doll. I have to take care of some business first. I am all business, Archie. I have never been more serious about how I feel. I sit for a while. I lost my headache and I'm starting to see some things a little clearer. What do you make of Soldier Boy and his love note? And what do you think he wants to show Laura? Don't tax your brain, Archie. I have no answers for you. He's a lonely boy and he needs a girl. What about his note? Somebody used your typewriter. As far as the soldier is concerned, he's not as innocent as he looks. He could have gotten Laura to type the note in exchange for sympathy and a few drinks. I think they know each other. What of it? Let him have Laura for all I care. He's harmless and of no concern to me. Oh, before I forget, do you have Waldo's suicide note? What do you want with it? It's been a few weeks since I've read it. I want to have another look just to make sure I haven't forgotten any of it. The insurance company took the original. You'll find a photostatic copy in my ledger book on my desk. Just put it back when you're finished with it. You don't know how hearts burn For love that cannot live yet never dies Until you face each dawn with sleepless eyes You don't know what love is. Oh, there you are. You know, you should sing more often. Songs of lost love become you. Hello, Caesar. Where's Trigger? I gave her a sedative. She should be out for a while. When she awakens, the dear gal won't remember much of anything. Not that she's capable of holding a thought. It's so easy for some. Take a pill for this and that, dull the pain and forget the sadness. What can I get you, my delicate lady? Just say the word and you'll float through the evening on a cloud of silk. What happens when the pills wear off? Caesar, I need something you can't stuff into a bottle. Once upon a time, I had a princess a creature who's the perfect blend of the bohemian and the sophisticated. Carlotta was a companion and one of no equal. We had two blissful evenings together before a boating accident pulled her from me. I spent the first few weeks numb and drugged in a state of disbelief. Then months of resentment gave way to years of anger aimed at her for leaving me. I was out of my mind with inconsolable grief, but I learned to direct my attentions elsewhere. I wedded my studies and swept my doctorate with a vengeance and never gave myself the occasion to fall in love again, except with that infuriating manuscript. You, my magnificent lady, do not have to experience the misery I endured. What are you getting at? I am offering you the prospect of a lifetime. Me. You? What do you mean, you? Oh, don't be naive, my precious. I know you find me fascinating. In time, it will mature into a deep affection. That's very presumptuous of you, Caesar. I was expecting you to say that. Oh, my dear, you're still suffering from a mild case of shock. Poor Waldo is barely cold, and here I am holding your hand. There's nothing to think about 
You needn't worry about my motives or your future. Please, you caught me by surprise. But not displeased? That's all I was looking for, and a chance to prove my loyalty to you. I'm flattered, but there are other considerations. The one being the third-rate alcoholic detective? There's no call for that. There's a history there. The history means nothing. If you're hanging on to him in the hopes he can prove Waldo was murdered, you're wasting your time. He's not capable of it. He's got a place to hang his hat at night, a bar with free drinks, and now he thinks he has you. Please stop this. If you want a failed flatfoot mauling you and appealing to your baser instincts, that's your business. If you want a man of substance and means who can prove Waldo was murdered, that's another. What are you saying? I can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt Waldo was killed. And once I do, you will receive the insurance money. How do you plan on accomplishing that? Certain bits of information have come to my attention regarding Waldo's final days and the abuse he suffered at the hands of Queen Farona. Are you implying she had a hand in his death? Give me until this time tomorrow, my dear. I promise I'll have this wrapped up in a neat little package, and the bow will be more money than you can ever spend. A small consolation for the loss of Waldo. What do you want, Grimaldi? Your hand in marriage. Think again. Or 25% of the insurance settlement in cash. I might have known. Anything else? Fire Archie Morgan. Relieve him of his duties. Get him out of here. Why would I do that? Two reasons. He's focused on the notion Waldo committed suicide, and that will hinder my own investigation. Two, you once expressed interest in having Waldo murdered. You recall that wish, don't you? Perhaps those fateful words set things in motion, things that caused Waldo's death. Are you saying I had something to do with Waldo's death because of something I said out of anger? He was cheating on me. Do you know what I gave up for him? I made the ultimate sacrifice, giving up love for money and, and this gin joint. <sighs> All right. You have 24 hours to prove to the insurance company Waldo was murdered without my consent. I will handle Archie Morgan. Do we have a deal? Yes, my pet. As long as you take care of Morgan immediately. What's up, boss? A lot. By the way, nice job play acting. I'm sorry I had to strike you. Eh, drop it, Doc. Now tell me, what's going on? I need to prove rather quickly Waldo was murdered. And if I can do that, we get a sizable lump of cash. Start talking. First, we have to get Chandler out of here. He's up to something. And if I didn't know better, I would think he's a cop. Are you with me? Like a boil. Good. This will be an easy one. Here's an arrest warrant record for one Lamont Chandler. Once Lady D sees this, he'll be off the premises within seconds. It's a phony, I take it. Of course. How does this prove Chandler killed Dietrichson? The back of Dietrichson's skull was bashed in. Someone came up behind him and battered him several times with a heavy object. An article about the size of this lead pipe of Chandler's and one that has his fingerprints on it. You still with me? Like scar tissue. I want you to take this pipe and plant it in Chandler's clothes locker downstairs. Just make sure no one sees you. 
I'm going to work on Lady D's admission. She wanted Waldo dead. What? You've been holding out on me? Trust me, Trigger. You'll know everything in due time. For now, do what I ask you. Now go. Going somewhere, Grimaldi? I, I was about to check on dinner. Where is Chandler, anyway? I'm famished and nothing is getting done tonight. What are you doing, Trigger? Going into the plumbing business? Yeah, and I'm about to replace your windpipe. Lady de Winter, I demand you call a halt to this threatening behavior immediately. Your pal is the cause of most of it. Trigger, put down that pipe. Now. Private Ford, I order you to disarm these two. I, I beg your pardon? Take out your service revolver, soldier. You can do it, can't you? Good. Now hold it on Dolan and demand she give you the pipe and her gun. Don't try it, Pee-wee. Ma'am, would you please hand your firearm to... Go outside and play, Pee-wee. You might get hurt in here. Pee-wee? I don't like to be called Pee-wee. Put that iron away before I slap it out of your hand. You got that, Pee-wee? Nobody calls me Pee-wee. You got that, Penelope? Yeah. Laura told me that your first name is Penelope. <laughs> that sure is a sweet name for a two-bit thug, Penelope. <laughs> now take that gun out of your cheap coat before I put a hole between your eyes. You understand me, Penelope? Understand this, Pee-wee. Nobody calls me Penelope. Nobody. Well, I just did. You got brass. I'll say that for you. Now have some lead to go with it. What's the matter, Penelope? You can't find a target? Stoke on this one. Nice shooting, Penelope. What is going on out here? That's what I'd like to find out. Bob! Do you want to fill me in? This program has been sponsored in part by Studio KTM, the Hudson Valley's only Naturalique certified organic hair color location. Dedicated to unparalleled personal service and attention to detail in a uniquely calm and welcoming setting, Kristen Marquette turns your cut, color, or keratin service into art you wear. Unwind and renew knowing Kristen uses only the best in clean and green products for your health and beauty. Studio KTM consultation and appointments are available by calling 845-758-6092. Someone just joined Waldo and Dietrichson in the hereafter, and everyone is suddenly on intimate terms with Soldier Boy. Oh, what a memorable night at the Café Malta. Waldo would have been proud. How about a drink, Chandler? I'm absolutely beside myself after all this commotion. Sorry, but your uh, credit just ran out. Oh, please stop tormenting me and mix me a drink. Good shooting, Private. Well, well, it looks like poor Trigger didn't make it. Where's my cocktail, Chandler? Uh, Archie, what happened? Our soldier boy just killed Trigger Dolan in self-defense. 
You don't seem too broken up, Doc. For the record, our boy here eliminated a suspect, at least for one of the murders. How do you figure that? Examining Trigger's body, I found this rope. It's a convenient size, and it is an interesting rope in that it has a few dark hairs attached to it. What do you bet Trigger used it recently to strangle someone? How quick you are to speak ill of the departed. If she did strangle someone, who could it have been? Look around, Doc. The only regular who's missing is Queen Farona. I say you and Dolan were the last to see her alive. You can't accuse me. Don't get your bow tie in a spin. Just leave the premises. This crowd is about to get their money's worth. I'm so proud of you, Bob. I had no idea you were so brave. Standing up to trigger Dolan, of all people. Oh, you must let me sing you something. This is no time for your warbling. Let the detective have his moment. Isn't this the part where you gather the suspects, produce bogus clues, and have the least likely suspect break down, sob, and confess? If I must endure such a cliched ending, I must be intoxicated. Chandler! You want it by the book, Rualdi? Okay, that's the way I'm going to serve it up. Let's start with the death of Waldo de Winter. Why not Dietrichson? Let's go in sequence. Waldo died first, and then Dietrichson followed him to the morgue because he knew who bumped off Waldo. But you're not certain Waldo was murdered. Waldo had a weak heart, and for the past few years, he suffered from, uh... uh... Graves' disease. Right. And what is Graves' disease, Dr. Cesar Grimaldi? Detective, it's getting late, and I must have my nap. I ask you a question. All right. In layman's terms, his thyroid gland was not producing enough hormone. It's not a serious condition unless the patient has a weak heart, which Waldo had. Satisfied, detective? No. What did you prescribe for this condition? A hormone replacement. The same medication his previous doctors... I know, I know. You gave him the dope in exchange for your bar bill at the cafe. Isn't that right? What is your point? I made sure whatever pills Grimaldi gave us were genuine. What is this about? I don't understand your line of questioning. Waldo was taking his tablets, and the poor sap believed they would always do the job. But what would happen if the dope Waldo was taking didn't contain hormone? Well, I, uh, he would have... Uh, Spit it out. ...become uh, agitated or, or restless and uh, suffered from blurred vision. Which is exactly what you told me Waldo was suffering from in his final days. Coincidence! It certainly was. And what of it? Calm down or you'll wrinkle your shirt. These are the pills found on Waldo's body, and I was able to accomplish something the police couldn't. I had the contents of these pills tested, and each tablet contains nothing more than flavored sugar condensed into pill form. Preposterous. There's no way to know how long Waldo was popping this candy, but the lack of thyroid hormone not only made him restless, it made him a walking time bomb. The poor guy's heart slowed down, and three months ago tonight, he just stopped. Dead. Oh, bravo. Detective, I commend you, but you're missing one key point. I am not the only one who had access to Waldo's pills. So what? I'm betting on the fact you made the switch. Weak, even coming from you. You want more? Okay. Private Robert Ford, front and center. He didn't do anything. He just got here. Take a powder, Laura. I just want him to tell us something he overheard. Soldier? I know what was in the second half of the note Queen Farona had. Uh, how could you possibly know that? Now, I was behind the bar when she recited what the note said. Behind the bar? Behind the bar? What, what did you hear and when? Uh, inscribe an M above the line, then write an E below. The prize you seek is hung so fine, it sways when breezes blow. 
sweet. What's it mean? I don't have time for games. We're wasting time. My business is at stake. I agree. This is childish. Freeze, both of you. Uh, Archie, really? Sorry, Angel. This is directed at the dock. But it would be a good idea if you listen to the rest of this. Uh, if you insist. According to what Bob overheard, Queenie's note said, and scribe an M above the line, then write an E below. The prize you seek is hung so fine, it sways when breezes blow. M and E. M and E. Wait, I get it. M and E. Good job, Laura. Now everyone, everyone say it. M and E. The prize you seek is hung so fine, it sways. It yes. sways. Yes! Yes, I see it. It sways when breezes blow. Anemones! Anemones, that's it! Your flowers, Grimaldi. Whoever wrote the note was pointing a finger at you! Murderer! What's my motive? Money. <laughs> You're not going to pin this solely on me, Morgan. I was duped. I was led into it by... Lady De Winter. Yes. How did oh. you know she wanted Waldo dead? Save your breath. What I did, I... What I said, I said out of anger, and why not? He wooed me, married me, and he stuck me in this godforsaken place and then denied me money. And what was my reward for years of service to the Cafe Malta? He fell in love with Queen Verona. So, am I guilty? Only of wanting what I earned. I didn't really want him dead, but once he was found dead, the vultures started circling for his money. Why shouldn't I get it? Well, you got what you wished for. You just made the mistake of telling the one person who had the means and the opportunity to kill Waldo. It seems to me you're both guilty. I am not guilty. I will not stand for this. You'll I stay right here with your partner in crime and wait until I'm done. I've got another little surprise, one you're not going to want to miss. Uh, what about Dietrichson? Right on cue, Chandler. Yes, let's talk about your predecessor, Dietrichson. He was a decent bartender, cook, one-man cleanup crew, and the person who usually answered the phone. Am I right about that, Angel? You know I am. I'm afraid Dietrichson made the fatal error of picking up this phone one night and hearing you tell Grimaldi you wanted Waldo dead. Now, considering the state of affairs at the Cafe Malta, I'm willing to bet Dietrichson was owed back pay, right? Of course. Naturally, once Waldo was found stiff and cold in the basement, Diedrichsen figured you had Grimaldi foul through on your wish. He approached you, maybe wanting money that was due him, but you took it to be an attempt at blackmail. How am I doing? You can't prove any of it. Maybe not all of it, but enough to put you away. Private Ford, bring me the typewriter and place it here on the table. How dare you enlist him? Leave the boy out of it. Now, before we examine the typewriter, let's look at the two notes that were written on it. First, the note that was found on Waldo's body. Here's the photostatic copy I found in your ledger book. Here is the note Bob brought us tonight. Do you see any difference between them? No, I don't. Well, if you look closely, you'll see the letters are neatly aligned on the first note. On the second note, written to the soldier, the letters E, I, and Y are jumbled. They're not aligned properly. What of it? The typewriter was damaged between the first and second note. Upon close examination of the typewriter, I noticed these dents on the corner. 
Again, this machine was not damaged in any way when Waldo's suicide note was typed. Someone typed this note and then either dropped the typewriter or used it as a hammer. Or used it to bash someone's skull in. Exactly, soldier. If you look at the dent, you will see what appears to be dried blood. I'm betting it matches Diedrichson's blood type. Oh, this is getting good. Also, I'm willing to bet there's only one set of prints on this machine, and they belong to you, Angel. So what? My prints on the typewriter do not prove a thing. Save the defense for your trial. Why would I type a suicide note for Waldo if he was murdered? You take the heat off yourself, and you almost got away with it. But you botched it badly. First, there was no evidence to support the idea Waldo killed himself. Second, and writing the second half of the note, the cute riddle that pointed the finger at Grimaldi, you implicated yourself. And How she did this by talking? writing it in the first place. So there was no cash or manuscript, just flowers, flowers that needed water. They'll dress up your cell, Grimaldi. Private Ford, call the police. We need a couple of boys in blue before anyone decides to escape. But first, a few loose ends. Archie, you're exhausted. Save the wisecracks for the big house. By the way, you were right about Chandler. I was? In what way? It seems our bartender is an imposter. Isn't that right, Chandler? I knew it. I knew it. Mad Dog Dobbs. Run for your lives. No, he's not Mad Dog Dobbs. Not by a long shot. Then, who is he? Mac Murray. The insurance guy? That's right, the insurance underwriter assigned to Waldo's case. Well, that sure explains a whole lot. How'd you spot me, Archie? I had my doubts about you from the beginning. Early on, I thought you might be Mad Dog Dobbs because your arrival coincided with his escape from prison. This forced me to keep a sharp eye on you. You seem very interested in finding out how Waldo died, but not terribly interested in forming a bond with Laura. That told me you weren't going to be around long. Now that doesn't add up to much. Probably not. Tonight I asked Lady D for Waldo's suicide note. She told me she only had a copy and the insurance company had the original. Well, tonight when I searched your locker, I found this, the original copy of Waldo's note. Okay, you got me. Yeah, and by the way, you make a lousy drink. We suspected Waldo was murdered, but we just couldn't prove it. Great detective work, Archie. I guess my job is done, thanks to you. Not yet, McMurray. Show him what you found in Bob's duffel bag. Oh, you, uh, you mean this manuscript? Oh, my. It's the what are you doing with, with Waldo's manuscript? Returning it to its rightful owner. Here you go, Bob. I'm sorry I snooped, Private, but it's my job. I verified its authenticity and the fact it was shipped to Private Ford from this address. Who gets the insurance money? Private Robert Ford. Waldo's son and legal heir. <laughs> Waldo's son? What nonsense is this? He didn't have a son. I was with him for 15 years and I... Uh, uh, no, no. I'll, I'll challenge you in court. Not if you're convicted of a felony, you won't. That's true, McMurray. Now we're almost done. Heavens, end this, please. Who wrote the note that was sent to Bob? The same person who wanted him to have the MacGuffin manuscript. His mother. And who might that be? Tell us, Morgan. I'd rather be in Key Largo prison than endure another moment of this suspense. Queen Ferona. Yes! I remember now. 
I got her note while I was still in Germany, and it got me through the final months of the war. I don't know what I would have done without it. As for the manuscript, I had no idea what it was or why I received it. Private, I can give you a million reasons why, and that's exactly what it's worth. Oh, no, why, Waldo? Why would you do this to me? Waldo didn't have much time, either by natural causes or your hands. He had to protect his son and his legacy from your greedy, murderous hands. I'll file a report and see about the insurance settlement. I'm sorry to quit on such short notice, but where you're going, I don't think you're going to need a bartender. Make sure you have the check made out to Private Robert Ford. Oh, Bob, I could sing to you forever. Son, that's not something I would bet against. So concludes our production of Murder Cafe's original whodunit, Murder Me Always. Tonight's broadcast featured the Murder Cafe players, Jessica Boyd, Luke Latour, Crystal Tweed, Lydia Pidlusky, David Smilo, Lisa DeBlasi, and yours truly, Frank Marquette. This broadcast of Murder Me Always has been sponsored by Ulster Savings Bank and Studio KTM. Studio KTM, the Hudson Valley's only naturally certified organic hair color location, dedicated to unparalleled personal service and attention to detail in a uniquely calm and welcoming setting. Kristen Marquette turns your cut color or keratin service into art you wear. Unwind and renew, knowing Kristen uses only the best in clean and green products for your health and beauty. Studio KTM consultation and appointments are available by calling 845-758-6092. Ulster Savings Bank, a local bank that's more than just banking, with locations throughout the Hudson Valley and online at ulstersavings.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.